Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today we're going to talk a little bit about church membership again. So some thought I've been thinking about a lot lately, just there's so much going on in the world. And obviously one of the, the core best things we can do is have a community of believers around us. And this is where church membership comes into play because, you know, God created us as social beings. He created us as people who need community and society around us. And this is very important. So the question is, should we go ahead and just join? join a local church or not. Now, some people say that the idea of the local church membership is a modern construct, a man-made construct. Others argue that it's completely of God. And so I want to talk a little bit about this. Uh, First and foremost, um, this is certainly a part I would not say is anything worthy of parting fellowship over. Um, Some people think deeply about signing a commitment line on a card and joining a church. And some people say, "Mm, I'm not quite sure I really want to do that. And I can understand both arguments. The best times and the best fellowship any of us can get is inside of a regular community of believers. However, there's something to be said about commitments. I mean, think of this section from James, right? Do not swear by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no, no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. This speaks to the idea of a commitment. Now, a commitment obviously is something that we need to keep seriously. Marriage is a commitment. And I would certainly say, yes, we need to get married. That certainly is an, is an element deeply embedded inside of society. The question we have, though, is, is the idea of modern church membership, is this something that's deeply biblical inside of Scripture, or is it not? And I've come to a few different thoughts about this as I thought about it. First and foremost, a lot of your Christian churches... I do not find a lot of Christ in a lot of these. A lot of guys, they may open up a Bible from time to time. They might throw around a verse from time to time. But if you look at the people involved in a lot of these churches, you'd be hard-pressed to find any deep, real theology or Christianity inside of any of them. So is it a church or is it a social club? And this begs that question. Now, first and foremost, let's go back into what the Bible has to say. Does the Bible actually establish churches? The answer is extraordinarily and clearly and unequivocally, yes, it does. Uh, you think back about the council in, in uh, the Jerusalem church in Acts 15. The church meets and convenes to ask questions about matters about the law. Do uh, Gentiles have to follow the Mosaic law in order to be saved? This is a question that they were put forth. When the first elders were created was this Acts 3, 4, somewhere around there, 2, 3, or 4, somewhere around there, when the first... Um, uh, deacons are put in charge of the church. It was put in charge because of the elders of the church were there for the teaching. They're, they said, we're not going to, it's not profitable for us to give up the teaching of the word of God in order so that we could serve tables. And so the office of the deacon is born, in which case these are people who are deeply committed to Christ, but they're the people meant for serving the community needs instead of necessarily teaching in the community needs. And this is where some churches miss, you know, identify the purpose of the roles of elders and deacons. The elders of the church should guide the theological direction of the church, and any elder should be ready to stand ready to jump into the pulpit at any point in time in order to preach the gospel should the main teacher, main pastor not be available. Oftentimes that that qualification is completely missing in modern-day elders. Um, 
deacons, on the other hand, they are to serve the administration of the church. The differences, you know, this isn't uh, necessarily going out and doing anything and everything. It's the deacons took care of all the physical needs of the church, whereas the elders took care of all the spiritual needs of the church. Okay, um, look at other places um, in Titus. You know, Titus is left in the island of Crete. It tells us in Titus chapter one, uh, Paul says, "For this reason, I left you in Crete that you would appoint elders in every city, uh, just as I have directed." So there are supposed to be churches inside of the cities. There's elders. There's a whole role of the office administrated inside of the church. And so the concept of the church is completely biblical. Now, my question is, do we join the churches? Is the idea of church membership explicitly in the scripture? Because if you ask different Christians in different denominations, they have different ideas. You know, the some of the churches will suggest that you have to simply declare you're a Christian. Others say you have to have walked through these individual steps. Some people would say you have to do these particular steps explicitly at our church in order to join our church. And these are all differences. Some churches are simply looking for numbers. Anybody and everybody that says, I want to join, says, great, sounds online. Great, you're a church member. Other churches are more cautious and say, I don't really want that. And the fact that there's no one unifying principle tells us that the Bible itself doesn't have anything to say about church membership. Obviously, in in, uh, Hebrews 10, it talks about do not forsake the gathering of the brethren. So we have to make sure that as we are living our Christian lives, whether or not we are officially a member of a church, we have to make sure that we are getting regular, consistent, and accountable Christian fellowship. Now, this could mean a Bible study, it could mean a church, it could mean any type of organization where you're getting together with Christians regularly, where you're regularly getting into the Word of God, you're regularly studying and learning, and you are regularly being held accountable for your life before God. That is what I think the Gathering of the Brethren is about. It has nothing to do with explicitly have you signed on the bottom line and explicitly joined a church. That is what the question at, at hand is. And so for me, I am not one that's going to jump really rapidly into officially joining a church as much as I'm going to be interested in making sure that I find a body of believers and I stick with them. I'm not going to willy-nilly, oh, I'll go to this church this week. Ah, I don't feel like going to church. Ah, maybe I'll check out this other church this week. I think that is wrong. I think that you should find a solid body of believers And stay with that solid body of believers unless there's an explicit reason you need to leave that body of believers. Okay, but that being said, I think that the modern idea of signing the bottom line and officially, quote unquote, joining the church, I don't think that that's necessarily in the Bible. So listen to this alternative thought and let me know how wrong I am in the comments down below. Not, well, this is what church has always done, but let's see some actual real biblical basis about, quote unquote, and quasi joining a church. I think that the reason the elders are appointed in every church, the reason there's a church in every town is so that people can, when they're traveling through, because we're talking about a society that, you know, they didn't always work nine to five jobs in the same location. People, some people traveled from place to place that as a traveling person, you're going around to all of the different places, whatever city you land in, you have a church that is under the authority of elders who are under the authority of the word of God. This way, we don't necessarily have a situation where 
Uh, we don't have a, uh, a circumstance, a situation where you are, um, you're explicitly a member of one church, but any city you go into, you can find a church, you can worship with those people, as however long you are tarrying in that place, you can stay there, and then when you move on, you move on. I think that this model is more biblical. Now, maybe I've come to this idea because being in van life as I am right now, as I'm moving around from place to place to place, I find a lot of different churches. So as I move around from town to town to town in, in my van and I'm staying in different places, some places I'm there for multiple weeks at a time and I will keep on going to the same church. I'll keep on going to the same people. I'll keep on going in. And so the best example is when I was down in Moab, Utah, I was staying north of the town there and I'd come in. There's a men's prayer breakfast. So I go and I join the men's prayer breakfast for the two weeks I'm there. They have the regular services. They had the, um, you know, after church dinners. And in addition to me going in and learning and worshiping with these guys, it turned out that it was, it was a month that money starts coming in. And so I also give back to that local church. And so if you're a person who lives a static lifestyle, the idea of staying in one church and even the idea of the, the idea of a church membership in and of itself may very well make a lot of sense. However, there's also people that we look at it and say, as we're traveling around and traveling around, you may not be around the regular standard uh, same community of people month in and month out and month in and month out. But where you are, you're going to learn, you're going to participate, you're going to worship, you're going to serve, and you're going to give wherever you happen to be. That is why I think we have elders and pointed every in every town. And I don't think that that um, I think that that it more matches the idea of sure we have churches in every city. But I don't see anywhere in the Bible explicitly to sign your dotted line and commit to a church for a period of time. That's something I don't specifically see. As long as we are regularly engaged, being challenged, learning, and spending time around believers, that is what I think fulfills the idea of not forsaking the gathering of the brethren. I don't think it has anything explicitly to do with have you signed your bottom line to a church membership roster somewhere? Those are my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down below. So thanks for watching, everybody. You can sign up on the newsletter over the website at rwalkinchrist.com. Have a look at all the resources over there. And I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.